From JMI Wealth, Andrew Callagher, good morning. Yep, morning, Mike. Hawkish? I'd say so. I think if you want to characterise the position taken by the bank, if you want to say it's dovish, hawkish or neutral, you'd go with hawkish. I mean, they came, they raised rates, and those rates are going to be hanging around for a while. So they, the Reserve Bank came out strong yesterday, Mike. I mean, as expected, they, they raised rates by 50 basis points. That takes the official cash rate to 3%. But, but more sort of importantly, Mike, within the monetary policy statement, because there's 51 pages of joy for you to read there if you want. Um, within that monetary policy statement, they took a very strong commitment to sort of staying the course. I mean, the, the final line in the, in, the, uh, in the overriding statement is the committee, the monetary policy committee, remains resolute, resolute, Mike, in achieving the monetary policy remit. So, look, one of the key focuses, I think, for financial markets is the forecast track of the official cash rate. And there was a tweak upwards, upwards, Mike, in, the official, in that track. So if you look at the monetary policy statement in May, back then the forecast path of the official cash rate peaked at 3.9%. That peak is now at 4.1%. So you hit there June 2023 and it stays there through to sort of mid-2024. So to, to get there, to get to that, to get to sort of achieve those numbers, you're probably looking at another 50 basis points in October, 5th of October, and then a wee little pre-Christmas gift on the 23rd of November, another 50, and there may be a sneaky little 25 basis points early next year as well in February. So, look, they're sending a clear message that they're doing what they can to lower demand and, and to allow that pressure to stay in place. There's no doubt about that here, but actually, Mike, that's what a reserve bank should do. It, they should be unequivocal in where they're going. There shouldn't be any doubt in people's minds as to what they're going to do. So, look, that track brings with it the corresponding expectation that uh, yeah, both inflation and the very tight labour markets, that the pressures there will abate. Uh, you've been talking about wages, Mike. That's domestic inflation. Uh, the unemployment rate, uh, I'll come back to that domestic inflation. Unemployment rate lifts gradually from 3.3 to 5% by 2025. CPI inflation comes back into the 1% to 3% range by the middle of 2024 and to the midpoint in 2025. But as you've just been talking about, Mike, the, the problem you've got here is that non-tradable inflation. So that's domestic inflation, wages. That's sticky and it's persistent. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to see a fall in imported inflation to offset that. Now, the thing is, Mike, here, the market was probably looking at a peak in the official cash around 4% anyway, so the Reserve Bank is now sort of more aligned with where the market was. Uh, on the day, very, very received sort of very in, very much in the market stride. I mean, the New Zealand dollar spiked up a bit, but it's actually come down overnight. There was only a small lift in wholesale interest rates. Uh, keeps the pressure on the floating mortgage rates and short-term fixed rates, Mike, and that pressure isn't going away. Right, Fletcher's talked to me. Good? And Yeah, good, good. Annual result release yesterday. Good result, well received. Hard to fault it, actually. Well done, Fletcher Building. It was ahead of expectations. Uh, earnings, $756 million. That was up 13%. Net profit, $432 million. That's up 42%. So you can't fault that. Uh, look at the second half of the year. They achieved an earnings margin of 9.5%. Historically, they've told us they've got a target margin at 10%, so they're getting very close to that target. Look, they have had disruptions in here. Um, in this financial year. I mean, they had no one working, I think, for about five weeks at one stage. They think COVID disruption will cost them about 100 million bucks. That bodes well for next year uh, when they don't have those disruptions. Dividend, I noticed yesterday, you know, for share market investors, dividends are important. 
Fully a dividend now, 40 cents per share. That's higher than expected. Uh, lots of focus on outlook. What does the future look like? Uh, and context here is it's pretty terrible sentiment uh, evident in those recent business outlooks surveys for residential construction centre. But from Fletcher's point of view, it looks pretty good. They've maintained their target for next year. Uh, good trading momentum in building products, distribution concrete. Uh, one quick point, Mike. On the analyst conference call after the result was announced, they did make some comments about residential house prices. They see prices stabilising about 10% down from the peak at the end of last year. There was a bit of a hiatus in March, April, but since then they have seen buyers return. So mm -hmm. they're confident about their projections. Share price jumped up and then sort of settled down. So look, good result. Give me the numbers. Right, the Dow, uh, US markets are down a little bit. Uh, Fed minutes there show that they're also going to stay tough on inflation. Uh, 34,109 on the Dow, that's down 40 points, about 0.12%. S&P 500 down 20 points, that's just around half a percent, 4283. And the Nasdaq down 91 points, about 0.7%, 13,008. Uh, the FTSE 100 overnight down 20, uh, that's about a quarter of a percent, 7515. The Nikkei 29222. Up 1.23% yesterday. Shanghai Composite up 0.45% yesterday. 3292. Uh, across the Tasman, the Aussies were up 22 points, 7127. And we didn't move a lot really on the day yesterday, up 6 points, 11,852. Kiwi dollar weaker overnight, 0.6287 against the US, 0.9059 Aussie, 0.6170 Euro. 0.5211 pounds, 84.96 yen, gold $1,767, and Brent crude $93.56. Superb. See you tomorrow, Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.